I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Eye on the Hill 2020 with Lloyd Matheson and Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment uh, for your Monday. Great to be with you as always. And uh, as always, I want to know what's on your mind. You can give us a uh, quick text on our Utah Community Credit Union text line, 57500. Again, 57500, only when it's safe because safety first, that's the rule. And actually, I think there is some legislation up here on Utah's Capitol Hill about texting and driving. Uh, one other thing for us to, to watch as we, we move through uh, the 45-day session here on Utah's Capitol Hill. Uh, as we've been talking uh, late last week, uh, Clayton Christensen passed away, uh, known for uh, his book, The Innovator's Dilemma, and his uh, work on disruptive innovation uh, that really made him a... Uh, a critical player in so many businesses, so many organizations who have found their way through disruptive innovation. Uh, and so as I've been watching that, I wanted to spend a little bit of time today as we uh, wrap up here on Utah's Capitol Hill uh, and as we look at what's going on in the nation, that uh, there there really are some things we ought to be thinking about individually as it relates to how do we innovate ourselves. That's really where it all begins. And you know, over the course of the, the last several days, there's been uh, so many wonderful tributes that have poured in uh, about the life and the work and the legacy of, of Clayton Christensen. Uh, Wall Street Journal had a great piece. New York Times had a great piece. Uh, so many people look to him as uh, just this revolutionist uh, who understood this principle of disruptive innovation. Uh, his teaching at the Harvard Business School, the number of students, uh, he has a he has a coaching tree of all coaching trees uh, when it comes to uh, future people who are, will carry on his legacy. Uh, all of his strategic consulting work uh, gave organizations around the world, uh, literally impacted, if not tens of thousands, uh, millions of, of people within organizations uh, have been changed in terms of the way they look at innovation, organizational structure, behavior, leadership, and the interesting thing to me is that the one thing that was lost in all of the talk of disruption is the purpose, uh, the purpose that Clayton Christensen applied the principle. It wasn't just to make things messy. It wasn't just to break stuff. Uh, he he wanted to empower people and, in, and organizations to, to break down the barriers, to break through the limiting belief systems, to, to break with the conventional thinking and the status quo and, and ultimately to discover the essence of the organization, the authentic self of the individual uh, is really what that is all about. That's where innovation happens. So you have to get all of this other stuff out of the way so you can get to the essence of it. And that's where it's like a just a spark of innovation. And it's a pull, not a push. So the, the uninhibited organization, the empowered individual, uh, when you get freed up from ego, when you get past the puffed-up institutional pride, when you, you really get past all of that, that's when you can really embrace and propel innovation in a significant way. And as I said before, when you get untethered from the inhibiting belief systems or the constraining structures within a company or organization, uh, that is where you really unleash innovation in an exciting way. You can explore, you can de deliver things that are transformational to the company, to the uh, customers, or to the individuals. 
And the the one thing that Clayton Christensen understood, I think, better than anyone, was that the the power of innovation would frighten those who are in control of power or clinging to power. He knew that innovation would just scare the heck out of those folks. And But that was part of what the disruption was for. The, the disruptive innovation was really to explo- expose all of those fatal fra- flaws, those uh, cracks in the character system, uh, those who would, you know, just defend the status quo to no end, uh, those who would defend the indefensible, you know, the poor performance, the mediocrity, the status quo, all of those things that uh, just inhibit innovation. Clayton Christensen was determined to disrupt and create space. And it's amazing to me how many companies uh, spend so much money, so much time on efforts that really run counter to innovation. Uh, it's stunning to me. In my years of organizational behavior and consulting work, uh, you would find in organizations this group of people, they're more committed to building their own kingdom uh, than they are to the objective of the organization. Uh, and they build kingdoms complete with moats and castles. Uh, they they just aren't focused on the company. Or they, they create these nice, shiny department silos, always making sure they get the resources they want, always making sure they get credit for the things that go well, always making sure they can shift blame for the things that don't. Uh, and Clayton Christensen spent his career convincing leaders that they needed to, to break out the bulldozers and the sledgehammers and uh, really dig deep to challenge everything in an organization, to change the way change happens inside of organizations. And he would regularly remind leaders that the the goal of disruptive innovation is to remove everything that's not essential. It's to get rid of the the non-essential things so you can get to the core, the essence of who you are as a company. What's your vision, mission, all of those things. It gets so bogged down. And so one of the things that I've been focused on, and if you're just joining us, we're just uh, reflecting on the life and legacy of Clayton Christensen, one of the great thinkers of our time. And we usually associate it with business. but I keep saying individual. It's about the individual. And that's what I want to focus on for our last few minutes here today is that while Christensen knew that disruption in a company would create space for transformation and innovation, uh, he also knew that it was really about people. It was the same thing would be true for individuals. And I think he understood that because that's how he lived his life. Uh, one of his most famous lectures uh, at the Harvard Business School was called How Will You Measure Your Life? Ultimately, that turned into a, a best-selling book. And it's the same principle of getting everything out of your life so you can get to your essence and core, and then you start innovating yourself in a really exciting way. That's when you transform who you are, what you believe, where you're headed. Uh, Christensen said this, He said, I came to understand that while many of us might default to measuring out lives by summary statistics, such as the number of people presided over, the number of awards or dollars accumulated in a bank, he said, that's the wrong metric. He said, the only metric that will truly matter in my life are the individuals whom I've been able to help one by one to become better people. So... So what Clayton Christensen was challenging everyone to do was to disrupt yourself, disrupt the counting of dollars, disrupt the counting of titles or possessions or cars in the driveway or how big your house is. Uh, You got to get past all of that. So that's the disruption that has to take place. And if we do that, if we get past the titles and the the stereotypical things, uh, then, then you can get to the real stuff. 
And I think one of the powers, we were actually talking about this with some of our uh, guests during the break, uh, that, you know, there was no separation for Clayton Christensen between his business life, his spiritual life, his professional life, his community life. It was all congruent because he had done the disruptive innovation. So he didn't have parts of his life that were, you know, boxed up uh, nice and neat. He didn't have uh, little elements that he would only trot out on Sundays or holidays. He didn't have, you know, character traits that he would only use when he was standing in front of a big classroom. No, he he was able to tap into innovation because he took it with him everywhere he went. He brought his whole authentic self everywhere he would go. And whether that was in the boardroom, whether that was in the classroom, or whether that was in his own living room. Uh, it was all the same to him. And because of that, he always had this ability to tap into innovative thinking because he didn't have to compartmentalize anything. He brought his whole authentic self to the table every day. And by doing that, uh, that's why he was able to change so many other people. Because even though you know he was in the middle of a very secular space there at Harvard, uh, but he regularly shared his beliefs. He regularly shared uh, with the believer and the non-believer alike because it was never about pushing anything. He was just sharing parts of who he was. And it was all just a natural extension to him. Uh, you know, he, he uh, quipped once. He said that uh, his health challenges, and he had a number of them over the years, uh, that's what gave him permission to uh, to talk about uh, different things than you normally would in a Harvard Business School class. Uh, but I think that's uh, actually not true. <laughs> I think he was talking about that uh, long before he had any health challenges. Uh, it was simply an extension of, of who he was. And because of that, people respected that. Uh, people connected to that. Uh, and that really made a difference. And so for, for Clayton Christensen, bringing your whole authentic self into the public square every day, everywhere, uh, was the only way to personal, to individual innovation. And we need, we need more people who can think that way. And so as we wrap up today, you know, there, there never will be another Clayton Christensen, uh, which is as it should be. Uh, he wouldn't want it that way anyway. Uh, innovation always demands a next generation. And as I mentioned before, as the master teacher, uh, he created a, a veritable army of, of people who are following those same principles, who are implementing them in businesses, in education, in government, in places all around the world. So he, he's built an army to carry on that legacy in a, in a big, big way. Uh, and I think the best way for all of us to really honor his life and legacy is for each of us to understand that the disruption of discovering your authentic self is really the only path that leads to innovation of a better self. And that's the real key. So Clayton Christensen, he's actually gone through his own disruptive innovation called death. Uh, and he leaped beyond the confines of mortality, one step closer to his authentic and best self, which is the goal for all of us. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio, live from Utah's Capitol Hill. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference.